0: Exclude?
1: That's not a word. We must. Exclude? How do we put this?
0: Well, we're not excluding him. He's unavailable. We are. We are
1: Chamberlain Light this week. Yeah,
0: we are. We are alone in the universe without our guiding Chamberlain.
1: We are short one, Jim. Yeah, like the It's like North star just went out. It sucks, but we will power through.
0: And we'll try. Oh my God, my cat has a sticky on his tail. Hang on, Doug.
1: You gotta get that. What is it? Like all.
0: Was it playing oh. flag football? Get stuck? No, it's just a little sticker. Mm. Got into some office supplies. We could get off my lap. The... Um, it is episode three hundred and seventeen of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. Is it really worth noting the number? It's the odd number.
1: At least the odd ones. They, they feel least. left out.
0: So I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. <laughs> Have you still been playing a lot of Elderlings, sir? S- still, I'm up to one hundred and fifty-five Runarks on Stormvale Angel. Damn. And that's all I've been doing is just running around Stormville. Like literally that. So you can just live in rune Um I don't know what it is. It's just the satisfaction of pulling it off and or or getting invaded and fighting this guy off. I didn't talk about invaders last week. No you didn't. I didn't. I hate these people.
1: Yeah, they're they're almost uniformly
0: assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, not... Okay, I want to say but probably... It feels like a lot of them are assholes, but it's probably 50-50. But 50% of them are guys running around at, like, level 30 with um, rivers of blood. Do you know what that is?
1: Uh, Isn't that an arc...
0: No, it's a katana oh. that you can only get yeah. in the tops of the giants. Yep,
1: from that church, from that. Yes, dude.
0: so they beat the game basically, and then handed this katana to their next character. And this katana has a weapon art on it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty that, good. Like corpse a,
0: piler. Yeah, cold yeah. corpse piler. That just it does a huge. It has a massive, massive hitbox in front of you, and executes incredibly quickly. So, like, my swords really can't compete with that. I'm big, it's I'm a, slow, I'm heavy.
1: It's a Virgil ass sword. I'll give it that.
0: It really is, but it's it's really unfair to use it on people who are, like, legitimately new to the game just yeah, going through storm.
1: Don't even know what blood damage is yet.
0: <laughs> yes, and then after you, like, execute this person and they have no ability to defend themselves against this shit, you then teabag them as if, you know, you're... You did that with skill. Like, no, you're just kind of cheating in a way and beating up on people you're, with Yeah, you're picking on a little guy. You're really just picking on a little guy. It's so sad but there are others who are you know just players and and there's some who are (laughs) there was one i forget her name it was like bam bam or something like that and she and she looked like a giant dazzling transvestite star (laughs) like she was wearing like this awesome bikini and she had lime neon green hair and she was carrying a gigantic club in each hand and she comes up to us and to show us how badass she is, she does what's called the fancy spin emote. Oh, yeah. You get the fancy spin emote. You can only get an emote on the character by going to that place and getting it. You can't hand an emote off. Nope. This proves that this player, at level 30 to 40 where I am, went to the mountaintops of the Giants on this character. Damn. They beat the boss of Landau on this character. And so this uh, this Bam Bam comes out with this dazzling character and these imposing weapons and spins around in the, uh, the the fancy spin emote and then stares at us. And then I let go of my swords and fancy spin right back at her. <laughs> and then run at her. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, did I did I tell you about benevolent invasions? Yes. Oh, man. Okay, well, that's a good one. Uh, but I, but it's so reliable to actually get a rune arc in a benevolent invasion is the problem, is they will definitely die, especially if they follow me. No, because, no, no. My, my
1: single favorite invasion of all time was in the original Dark Souls, where instead of he bowed to me and then showed me where all the secret walls were. Yeah, that's as, what I'm doing. As an invader. It's, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I hope the name will give them the tip-off, and the fact that I'm not attacking them will give them the tip-off. But some of these people will just attack you no matter what. Like, no matter how clear I try to make it that I'm not swinging my sword at you. Um, And then all you can do is, like, run ahead of them in the level where they haven't gotten to yet, and I'll leave shining stones that lead them to secrets. Uh, It's a lot of fun. mm -hmm. Uh, And then I I met patches in the game. (laughs) There's this... I, I sent Alex a video. It's up on YouTube. Oh, yeah, patches. Yeah, there's a player who has done a perfect job recreating the patches in the character editor. The character I do, patches. I
1: hate. I do like his leather armor. I'll be. I'll be honest.
0: He's got the patches armor. He's got a spear just like patches. He usually wields uh, uh, them dual wielding, and he'll come up to you and not attack you and just go hey, and he will try to get you not to attack him, and I don't know if he would attack if we were like fighting a boss or something. He probably would, knowing this, just knowing patches, but what he'll do is he'll actually do what patches in the game does to you, which is he will walk up to uh, lethal ledge drop a worthless item there that just looks like you have to pick it up to know that it's worthless but it leads the player to go to the edge and then he'll try to kick you off it and so he tried it on me he didn't land the kick we killed him but i god i appreciate the effort i appreciate the attention to the character i I would love to see that person's uh video of the times he managed to pull it off
1: i mean i really appreciate the commitment to the bit Mm -hmm. it's a good bit
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It is a good bit.
1: Like, I was sad to hear that, you know, Elden Ring has lost 90% of its player count on Steam, but it makes okay. sense. It's been about three months.
0: It definitely is getting longer to find uh, find a host. Yeah. But it's still coming. I'm still... It's still fairly consistent. Yeah, we're, we're, we're
1: down to a paltry 100,000 people in-game on a Saturday
0: night. Yeah, like, we're, I'm, I'm still... I still have a lot of business. And it's... That's...
1: A, let's see. Let's... Fallout Four ha- has fifteen thousand people right now.
0: Well, Fallout Four is like what? It, it's, old, it's old, but it's
1: it's basically a Skyrim. It's always going to have a decent amount of people. Point is, that's still big numbers. We're, for we're a at a hundred
0: thousand on Elden Ring.
1: Mm-hmm. Big numbers for a single player game.
0: Well, I mean, and I'm not playing it as a single player game at all. these No, days. like at all. Um, yeah, I'm still loving it. It sucks. What I should, sucks? I, I should, well, because because I'd love to play Horizon Forbidden West. I really do, but I just don't <laughs> feel I don't feel the the appetite for it at all. I'm really enjoying this. And uh... Alex, well, that's a
1: pretty good segue. Let me tell you about the perfect thing to play before playing that fabulous game you just mentioned. Okay. The last Mass Effect.
0: Okay.
1: Was run in, in let's see, 2017, and then I commented on its its conversation, rig being real creaky. Basically Ooh. the same one they've had since the first Mass Effect. Yeah. Player, basically, it's, it's ingenious how they do it. Like, they make like a mouth-flapping animation so, just so, that like, it kind of seems like it's lip-syncing if you talk at a certain speed. Ooh. It's neat. But that's kind of where we've been stuck since like 2006, 2009. Yeah. An and, industry. You know, the first Zero Dawn was kind of neat. It looked like they were attracting actors' eye movements. The mouths were kind of janky, but it looked pretty good. Pretty damn good for the time. But we're still
0: we're still stuck yeah, in, like... You, you go back to it, and it's pretty... Yeah, It's not bad. It's not as good as uh, um, Cyberpunk.
1: No, no, Cyberpunk cyber, was a good cyber, step cyberpunk. in the right direction. Then
0: the, then the first Horizon. But, like... I've in always wondered. West, though.
1: Yeah, in Forbidden West, I've always wondered why games can't just capture black the field like a black box theater. And this does that. Like actors can spin things in their hands, they can look away, they can have like stolen glances, they can wink. They oh, capture oh, oh. an actor's face and puts it on a rig. But they also can like people can enter a conversation while you're still looking at two different people talking at the same time. They can interrupt all these tiny things that were bothering me for years that like Bioware games couldn't do. Or if they did, it was it took so long; it had no rhythm to it.
0: And when when it's like a really highly highly animated uh, conversation, like the ones you'll have often in uh, in the base mm-hmm. with your friends, I mean, those are scenes. Just, those are incredibly perfect. They're yeah. really really perfect. But then when you do the lesser conversations with like a quest NPC, it's like they're using an incredible library of expressions to it match is. it. Perfectly. No, like, really give you a uh, flavor.
1: They captured actors' faces. Like, every single NPC is played by a different person. Or at least they took the face of a different actor. Like, they, there's some great looking faces in this game. And I'm just talking about the little Osseron village, which yeah. is awesome. Chainscrape is neat.
0: Chainscrape is neat. And all the characters you meet there are neat. Mm-hmm. And there are some of them that you'll, that when they pop up again, it'll be like, oh, you guys. Okay. So, I wondered the, how you were doing.
1: The bomb sisters show up a lot. I'm gonna assume.
0: I, I wouldn't. I would never spoil such a thing.
1: They're they're too cute. Not just just to be like one one off merchant.
0: They're pretty cute. Yeah. Boom
1: boom, Ba-boom. sisters. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. Like I'm basically. I just got to like the first major story beat. The little little kerfuffle there at the door. Yeah. Um, that was insanely well animated. Uh, the guy that gets eaten by that boar is scream sounded like it fucking hurt
0: <laughs> the presentation in this game is across, is off the chain
1: off the fucking chain
0: like for an open world game there's really nothing that matches it and i include miles morales in that
1: yeah yeah like they really stepped up their game and i'm really impressed it's horizon again but it's horizon
0: again great and it's, it's and it's more horizon it's it's, yeah. it's zanier weapons kind of and what they do with the bows, they kind of limit the bows, but you still get to feel super powerful with whatever your spec is. Oh, no,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with my hunter stealth thing yeah, I got going stealth on. Stealth
0: is not nearly as OP as it was in the first game. No, I'm
1: noticing that, but it's still pretty good. I like being able to heal from backstabs.
0: I don't know if I had that. I must. Yeah,
1: it's like one of the first ones. It's on the left side, I think. Hmm. But,
0: no, it,
1: it's a good game. Uh, Ashley Birch can hack her fucking teeth out. Uh,
0: yeah, the character of Aloy is allowed to be more interesting in this one. And she is. Yeah, and I, I love that aspect of it. I really mm-hmm. miss that in the first game. There's
1: a better cast. Um, yeah. I still love your on buddy, when he's drunk. I think he's putting in the best performance so far.
0: No, it's a strong performance, but I think it's a weak character.
1: It's a weak character, but he is picking up that slack.
0: He is. The, the, the performer is doing a good job of it. Um, the... Uh... All the all the new additions. Like, I guess you're not that deep. You haven't really gotten to the new editions of I like that the Scout. Family.
1: Or like that, uh, that dude that kind of went native. I don't know. That kind of moderates before the war
0: starts. Are we talking? I don't know who we're talking is, about. Is, is that dude with like face paint? I play, I play the dude with it's, face paint in Horizon. I yeah, played okay, this okay. game like three, four months ago. Okay, you
1: played this before uh, and I you even started Elden Ring. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I I, I can't remember, I can't, I imagine you can't remember much at all, but...
0: I I remember, I remember the Boom Boom Sisters, I remember that uh, the fighting pits get, or start out fine and then just get stupid. Stupid hard? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to the point that it's like, well, I'm just going to turn this down to easy, get it done, get whatever the reward is and move on with this engaging story. And that, I found that hugely disappointing. That's part of the reason I'm not really interested in going back to it is because the reliability of how much fun it is to hunt animals in the wild and as part of the missions uh, is really not reflected in the challenges. Like, the challenges are just stupid and not fun to me. Like, I don't, maybe I'm too old for this shit.
1: It does demand a lot of your attention.
0: Mm, Wait until you get to, like, the arena and shit, man. It gets fucking stupid. Um, Yeah, maybe that's why I don't want to get back to it. Mm. Because I don't trust it like I trust Elden Ring to respect me.
1: Elden Ring does respect the shit out of you a lot more than Bloodborne ever did.
0: What? How? What? I, Explain. I, it's
1: too controlling of your build. Bloodborne? Hmm. Well, it's really stingy with the upgrades.
0: Um. No. It's it's just limited in scope. It's it's narrower. It is and, much narrower. And, and it's much was, shorter. And it was the first step towards the complete almost. The almost complete removal of spec in Sekiro. That's true. Like in Sekiro, you got to Ishin and you had all the health upgrades there were in the game. You were as strong as you could and and, you know, and uh, there were the health upgrades, there were the weapon upgrades, and that was it. And then you could, you know, put talent points into those uh, books. That's true but in terms of your health and how much damage you could deal with your sword they were locked if you were at this point in the game this is how much health you can have this is how much damage your sword could do
1: and i feel like that's part of why like the character building element when you take that out i really stopped
0: oh i really yeah, you, stopped you getting into finish, souls games yeah you never finished Sekiro
1: No, i spat it out i'm still embarrassed but i just can't go back i've tried no, a million times
0: yeah, and uh, one of the things about playing so much multiplayer in Elden Ring is seeing the amount of expression from players in their builds, and seeing like you know this guy's a crazy faith build, and this guy is uh, this guy's pure magic, and this guy is magic and has a shield. I've seen I've seen uh, people you know that it's like quick glintstone shard, shard the spell mm-hmm.
1: that's one of my favorites.
0: Okay, well, it's apparently awesome for comboing into melee attacks. Because I met this amazing battle mage who actually killed me, um, and what he would do is with his left he would do a quick glintstone shard, and then it, and then as soon as that hit you and stunned you for just that second, like a rat biting you, uh-huh. he would slam out uh, a zweihander, and deal massive damage. Ooh. so just he would do that that little stun wham, and it was like a it was like a move animation cancel. That's built into the game. He found one of those for this particular build. It was awesome. Kicked the shit out of me. You see all kinds of shit like that. See people running around with two sides.
1: I like how they finally made dual wielding a thing. Like they, they said Dark Souls 3 had it, but it was like dual it was like its own weapon. It was dumb.
0: Yeah, and um I kind of wish that when you dual wielded a weapon, your heavy attack, and you still had like a heavy attack and a light attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, instead of, you have L1, which does your dual wield attacks. And then, if you press R1 or R2, you'll do a lighter heavy attack with just one hand, with the other, with your main hand. Uh And, like, I'm glad all those attacks are there. Well, I'm glad the light attacks are there. I wish the heavy, just for my... maybe Perhaps just for my build, I wish the heavy was like a really heavy strike with both weapons. Like a charge strike with these two things or something. I don't know. It's not like I'm unsuccessful. My build is very much a... It's a PvE build. I am designed to survive the world of Stormvale, not another player. If I was speccing to deal with other players... I would go higher into uh, defensive trinkets and I wouldn't have these trinkets that refill my health every time an enemy dies. Right. If I got rid of those, I could I could be a lot more effective. If I spec a little bit into faith, I could cure um, all these guys go into Caelid and kill the rot dragon there for the scarlet rot breath spell. That's a huge one in PVP in Elden Ring. Is this scarlet Roth dragon spell?
1: Why is that? I I didn't I wasn't a fan of it personally.
0: Because it does massive It does, like, massive sustained hit, 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 of big damage in a huge cone in front of you. Um, It's so big that, like, I can't Bloodhound step through it to get to the caster. It will always catch me and deal massive damage and inflict Scarlet Rot. And the solution to that would be for me to put 24 points into faith and have the spell that I can cleanse Scarlet Rot off myself. That's too but much faith. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to change my build that much. No, like I—that would require me taking points out of endurance or points out of health, which I really, really need.
1: Yeah, I, the, the gear does a really good job of pointing you towards better builds.
0: Uh, it does. It does a decent job of pointing you towards one build or the other. But I really don't. I don't like seeing all these casters that aren't wearing armor because there's no reason not to. I know. You need to have high endurance to cast your spells, so you might as well use that high endurance wearing heavier armor.
1: It just It's annoying.
0: Yes, and these people have high vitality, and I keep on seeing people on the internet complaining that they're being one-shot by this boss, even though they have so much vitality. Well, it's because you're wearing rags. <laughs> like, put some, put some damn clothes on. Yeah, put some armor on. You'll look fabulous, but... Uh, that's so the other did, thing. So did Princess Leia.
1: Another great job of having every piece of armor kind of mix and match decently, um, for the most I part. I don't know the, the Alberich sure. head. That's just kind of goofy.
0: Yeah, but I did run run into one guy rocking the Alberich head, and it was uh, the character was like King of uh, King of the Frogmen or something like that. It was awesome. Mm. It was like Grog the Frogman, and uh, yeah, <laughs> you meet all kinds. All kinds of wacky builds doing this.
1: Ugh. <coughs> uh, okay. All right.
0: I've tempted you back, haven't I?
1: No. No, I'm not coming back to that for a while. I just okay. reserved a 250 fi- 256 gigabyte Steam Deck for five dollars.
0: Oh, that floats your boat.
1: It does float my boat.
0: I looked at the. Con- I don't know. I just looked at the controls for it, and I was like, no.
1: No, no. It's a portable Elden Ring. I don't fucking care. No, that's a good point. It's a portable all Dark Souls. It's a, it's a portable
0: PS2 emulator. It's a
1: portable... Uh,
0: it's a portable Hollow Knight machine.
1: Portable Hollow Knight machine? Well, I already have a Switch, but... Oh. That's uh, another one. Portable Torchlight 2 machine? Portable. It's portable
0: Steam. It's portable Steam. Like, portable the, Inscription? That's, that's the biggest fucking game library in the world.
1: I, oh, I want it. How much is it? 500 bucks.
0: you've already got a ps5 i know yeah so you know okay. yeah. yeah go for it
1: no i'm making a lot of money now
0: <laughs>
1: not a lot a lot but like 250 sort of bucks more a week
0: that, that shit adds funny. up yeah, it does i'm gonna quit smoking and give myself a raise i've decided
1: <laughs> that's one way to look at it
0: all night i'm gonna be rolling in it yeah so does it mean it's time for headlines
1: it might that's all i've been
0: playing well, I forgot the comment from Jim here. Uh, Jim fought a boss in Rogue Legacy 53 times in a row without giving up.
1: Yeah, it seems hard to believe.
0: It's No, but kudos to him for doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm proud of him. And that I think that speaks to the fun factor of the gameplay in that game, because if it wasn't just fun to do, I don't think he'd stick with it. Um, Because he loves to walk away when games do that to him. That he is does. 100% his character, and it's a roguelike. It's everything he should despise, and yet he loves it. If you have an Xbox, listener, Rogue Legacy 2 might be a good time. Hmm. <clears throat> In totally non-gaming news, they found the cause of SIDS.
1: Yeah, I know! I was I, I almost dropped my phone. I'm like, wait, what? Fucking what?
0: Yeah, okay, so... It's terrifying, is SIDS. Is sudden Instant Death Syndrome. And for years, what this was is that, like, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's a certain number of babies... You'll just go in there in the morning to wake them up or get up there at midnight to feed them or whatever, and they'll be dead. And so countless parents were devastated, blaming themselves that they did something wrong. There's been all kind of literature for years that if your baby sleeps this way or that way, if you put them on a pad like this or a blanket like that, then they won't die of SIDS. But sometimes they would die of SIDS.
1: Yeah, it was all like, you know, old wives' tale bullshit. Nobody knew.
0: Until this doctor whose child died of SIDS wow. didn't accept that answer and decided she was going to make it her life's work to find out what caused it.
1: I love it when it's a
0: story like that. And what they did was take a bunch of blood samples from babies who died recently of SIDS and they compared it all and they then they compared it to like average babies and they found this one enzyme, just low levels of this one particular enzyme in all the babies that died of SIDS. So this isn't a cure. It's not a cure yet. But it definitely gives them something to shoot for. It gives them something to look at, something to try to resolve that may completely cure SIDS in the future. But at the very least, with this, parents can know that it's never anything they did or didn't do. No. And Sorry for that totally non-gaming news listener.
1: But no, that's know. crazy news. Not enough people are talking about. Yeah,
0: I thought that was amazing. Mm. In entertainment news, Marvel's Modoc has been cancelled after that, one season.
1: Honestly, kinda stung.
0: I know, I was sad for you for I, that.
1: I know, like I never liked seeing Pat Oswalt Oswald out of work.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I feel that like it does happen to yeah, a lot. Completely. It
1: does, and I feel like that show could have come in on its own. I can't say I'd recommend it, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad.
0: No, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I didn't dislike it, but it also didn't it didn't hit Monkey Me. It so I started watching Hit Monkey, and I had to keep watching Hitmonkey.
1: Hitmonkey Hit was pretty good. I, I Hit Monkey probably not long for this world either. Uh, yeah. I feel like Disney's uh, rounding up the cattle. <laughs> hmm.
0: uh, what we do in the shadows season four starts up on July twelfth. I
1: forgot it's a summer series. Oh, Yay! Imagine.
0: The third season of the Orville will be available on Disney Plus starting June second in Canada.
1: I thought that was canceled like twice. So uh, yeah.
0: it's a different. It's on Hulu now.
1: Yeah, but I thought that even, even that got cancelled.
0: No, you have Hulu, don't you?
1: I know, but like I, I I thought I heard that like even the reboot was dead.
0: <laughs> well I'm glad it's not. I like
1: that. And yeah, I know. It, was a, it makes It's, it's go... a weirdly good earnest Star Trek rip. Yes.
0: And it's the earnestness that gets you. It's like yeah. it's not sometimes dark shit happens. But it's not a show that, like, it gets the tone of Star Trek better than Star Trek gets the tone of Star Trek. is what I understand from these recent tracks. I watched, like, a half an hour of Picard or something. I was like, no.
1: No, it was boring.
0: Yeah. And no. dumb. Too reverent to the character and not enough story. Anyway.
1: The waste of Patrick Stewart, which is heartbreaking.
0: Well, American Dad knows what to do with Patrick Stewart.
1: American Dad. Oh, my God.
0: Let's I'm assume.
1: the mayor of Jam City. Uh, Incredible
0: Okay, remind me of something about singing after we start recording Because it's not appropriate for the podcast But Mm -hmm. I I want to tell you about what happened earlier today Oh, okay Uh, Our flag means death has retained the top streaming show spot for the seventh week in a row Neat
1: Yeah That's on HBO? Uh, Yes, it is Yes
0: James Hong got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week Yeah, he did Hell yeah, he did. He is ninety three and has over six hundred and fifty credits.
1: And is apparently best friends with Jamie Lee Curtis, which neat. Really? That is neat. Yeah. No, she was there the whole time, like being like, Yeah,
0: James. It's fucking awesome. You know.
1: It had to be crowdfunded, which breaks my heart.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Well, but but well deserved. Glad well deserved. It. Uh, speaking of speaking of actors who always delivered Always. Uh, was it Bert Ward? What's the guy's name? Bert mm-hmm. something. The guy from Tremors who died this week. The older oh, guy from
1: Tremors. D- yeah, that guy. I
0: don't remember. I don't. Oh, remember okay, it. let's get his name. Fuck. Uh, we're, we're, we're giving the guy an obituary. We got to fucking give him a name. We should. Tremors original. I haven't seen cast. Tremors since ninth grade. Uh, Fred Ward. Fred Ward f- played Earl Bassett. It was, a, in Tremors. was he in
1: the pickup truck in the beginning? Yeah. 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 He's,
0: he's one of the two main guys, and yeah. he uh, he's been in countless. But he wasn't the guy
1: that made his own ammo.
0: I don't know. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. He was not the guy. You know what I'm talking about. No, he was just just the working buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Okay, I'm going to butcher this name, but I'm going to try. Mkuta Gatwa, the best friend from sex education. Remember that guy? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the next Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I think that's a good cast, man. I think so. I think so. That kind of makes me want to watch Doctor Who. I like that guy. Uh, I don't it, know, Peter Capaldi didn't get me into it, nobody can. Hmm. I love Peter Capaldi. I'm who's, almost good. Who, who's the guy who was in um, Good Omens? Good Omens. Oh, he was also David, Doctor Tennant. Who. David Tennant? I never like he, he seems love like David the Tennant. type of guy who would have gotten me into Doctor Who, but I never watched it.
1: He got a lot of women I know into Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> in Elden Ring news... Elden Ring has become the top-selling game the last 12 months, actually outpacing this year's Call of Duty. In the past 10 years, this has happened with Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Elden Ring. Well fucking deserved. Um, Amazing to see what was once a very niche genre eclipse the mainstream. They understand now. Uh, it sold 13.4 million total as of March 31st, which is over a month ago now. Um, the company called it a big hit beyond expectations. The company had, es- had estimated they were going to sell 4 million copies in that
1: <laughs> oh, Come of- on, like, Dark Souls 3 sold at least 7, I thought. Yeah, but
0: that's over a lifetime, maybe, yeah. you know? This is right. this is in the, like, launch window. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard came out 6 months ago. Elden Ring has been out for 3. Hmm. Turns out PlayStation is the lead platform for Elden Ring in the U.S., but not by a wide margin, apparently. Um, Yeah, I bet PC's, like, nipping its heels. Yeah, it might be, like, close to 30-30-30 or something like that. Uh, Turns out... Oh, sorry. And this is just a bit of um, gameplay technical news that I learned this week and thought was interesting. So the regular Quick-Step Dodge in Bloodborne is 11, 11 frames of invincibility. The old Hunter's Bone... Uh, dash, is 8 frames of invincibility with a shorter recovery uh, period between dodges, and the Bloodhound Step, which I use in Elden Ring, is 20 frames of invincibility. It does sound OP. It is, and that's what makes it fun. Yep. But it's OP, and it's not OP, and like, that's another type of the PvPer. There's a type of -er PvPer who wields a normal weapon, and then they cast a bunch of buffs on themselves first. And then they, they hit you with a twig,
1: <laughs>
0: but it deals like 10,000 damage. I hate those guys. And Bloodhound Step is OP for evading damage. It's not OP for dealing damage. That's why it's, for some reason, that's why it's legit to me. And to hit guys with my weapons, I they have to leave themselves open. <laughs> my weapons are very slow. Uh, in a production report this week, Remedy Entertainment said that Alan Wake 2 is in the full production stage. A lot of work remains, but the game is starting to take a more complete form in many areas. As communicated earlier, Alan Wake 2 will be released in
1: 2023.
0: Uh, I don't ambitious. know if I believe that, but... Yeah, if, if, quote, a lot of work remains, that's at least a year. Uh, and I know at least a year is 2023, but... Mm, maybe mm, fall 2023. We'll see. Maybe, yeah. Bungie was one of the few gaming companies to take a firm pro-choice stance this week in an announcement over Twitter. PlayStation boss Jim Ryan less so. Jim Ryan sent an email to staff this week asking them to, quote, respect differences of opinion on abortion rights and then wrote five paragraphs about his two cats' birthdays, their habits, and his desire to get a dog because dogs, quote, know their place.
1: That's really fucking gross.
0: It's all true, though. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, like, doctor any of that. It all accurately represents the email you it, said.
1: it seems kind of cartoonishly
0: disgusting. Yeah. The dog like, bit really twists that knife. Maybe, yeah, the dog bit really twists the knife. And, you know, like, let us be compassionate for people who are passionately pro-choice. And if this is a situation where we're trying to combat people being uh, harassed at work on account of stuff like that, and perhaps holding conservative beliefs in that area. No, that's never appropriate. Absolutely (laughs) not. But, um, I a hundred percent feel that PlayStation should take like, what part of the world are you, are you scared of in terms of like offending a market by taking a pro human rights stance? PlayStation. Fuck you for not doing that. Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan. Fuck you.
1: Mr. Can't even clear bare minimum. (sighs)
0: Bethesda's Starfield has been delayed to, quote, the first half of 2023.
1: Hey, I, I haven't even seen a, a full gameplay video of it. Yeah, there hasn't I been a real,
0: real trailer of
1: Starfield. Take your time, guys. I I, I would be terrified if I saw that conversation rig too.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. And they're probably still using their engine. Yep. Um, it probably
1: looks a lot like Fallout 4, and they're like, oh, no. Even Like, after Cyberpunk? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, after Cyberpunk, you're going to release a game after Cyberpunk, and if it's going to be, in any way, just another Bethesda game, that's not good enough. It and really it, isn't. And it hasn't been since the last two Bethesda games.
1: I mean, I'll play it. I'll probably kind of like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'll forget design it. The game will
0: still be fun. The world will still be, you know, a Bethesda world.
1: I just, I really love NASA Punk. I really, really do. I love that era of technology so much. I like the I love those those big old flashing dials.
0: But what I really like is that I don't have to worry about getting a Series X until, quote, the first half of 2023 now. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I still totally want to play that. But I think there's going to be some disappointment in back. Well, there's going to be a bunch of Sony fanboys being dicks about it when, uh, when Skyfield comes out and is nowhere near as good looking as Horizon. And nowhere near as comfortable to play as Horizon. And it's conversation rigs that look two gens old based uh, compared to Horizon. Um, like, and all follow, this money yeah. that Microsoft has spent on their expanding their first party okay, looks like this.
1: Remember when you first get to Diamond City and Piper's doing that, like, she's yelling at the mayor. Yeah. Like, through the intercom. She's, like, moving around and shit. Yeah. That happens once in that 100-hour RPG. And that is something Horizon does every time.
0: Yeah. Like I think of the cook in that in that first oh, yeah. village, right? He's just yeah. chopping those onions. Yeah, yeah. Like the attention to detail, the the new genness the the dazzling panache of Forbidden West is really something to behold.
1: It's like nobody's like crossing their arms the exact same way every ten seconds.
0: It is absolutely state of the art. It's so good. I love it so much.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy. I was so scared we'd never break out. It's been like 15 years.
0: Uh, da-da, uh both bethesda fans and master chief got fucked in the same night this week <laughs> they sure did <laughs> that was the my favorite tweet of the week uh the dead space remake got a date this week launch date january 27th 2023 so they say we'll see we will but um yeah like obviously the time to release a dead space remake is halloween um So that says they planned... To me, that says they planned for Halloween and then delayed it. But with the amount of trailers that we haven't seen for that game, you know...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is it a one-to-one? Are they shortening it up? I'd really like some details.
0: I don't think we'll know until it comes out. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be one-to-one. I think it'll probably be something that reflects the the highly, highly successful Capcom remakes. And those, like, cut shit left and right. They sure As I recall. But, uh, they... Hmm...
1: I don't know. Like those are from the PlayStation era. This is pretty damn recent comparatively.
0: Yes. I'm all, hey, but, bring back but, the holographic let us, menus. I let miss us them. Remember, but let us remember that all Dead Space really was, was Dead Space was like, Dead Space was to Resident Evil 4, as God of War is to Devil May Cry. Do you get what yep. I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like a more Western, but that.
0: Yeah. And with, with, you know, better, better graphics, you know, better production values. That's what Dead Space was. That's true. Um, so it doesn't, so yeah, really, all they, that's literally all they have to do is give it the Resident Evil treatment, and people will love it. Personally, I want either a one-to-one of that first game, or even better, something bigger and huger, like way more content. And, crucially to me personally, if I can't play this through this entire fucking game with just the plasma cutter, it's a failure.
1: No, there's no way they wouldn't let you do
0: that. They better. There better be a trophy for it, because that's my trophy.
1: Because, yeah, they're not going to replace a trophy.
0: They totally would. Yeah, they totally would. It's a different game.
1: Well, I guess, but... Yeah, do they keep the trophies the same? What do they do?
0: I want. I I just want more info. Yeah.
1: I want to see what it looks like. Uh,
0: As part of a recent investor briefing, PlayStation projects it will sell about twice as many PS5s in the 2022 fiscal year as it did last year, based on the company's, quote, current visibility into parts procurement. Huh. So they expect they're going to have twice as many chips this year. Uh, Hey, more power to you. Meanwhile, mysteriously, Switch console sales are down 20%, with the company blaming component shortages.
1: Yeah, so who's got the inside track and who's lying?
0: Sony scuttled Nintendo with their sweet, Mm -hmm. sweet chips. Uh, PlayStation also said they intend to spend over $300 million to strengthen first-party software at existing PlayStation Studios. So they're going to invest in technology to make their games look super-duper hot, in a way that will work on PS5 and they can port it over to PC is what the actual statement said. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Electronic Arts and FIFA will officially end their partnerships. Remember like six months ago there was a thing about how FIFA wanted like billions of dollars or something to, to let EA continue using the license?
1: That Yeah, that sounds yeah. familiar.
0: Yeah. And anyway, EA was like, ah, we'll think about it. Uh, so FIFA, so Electronic Arts and FIFA will officially end their partnership they announced this week. Electronic Arts Soccer Game will now be called EA Sports FC. Now, here's where stuff gets pathetic and Trumpian. The FIFA League responded to EA Sports FC announcement. Quote, The FIFA name is the only global, original title. FIFA 23, FIFA 24, FIFA 25, and FIFA 26, and so on. The constant is the FIFA name, and it will remain forever and remain, in all caps, THE BEST. That is the statement, and uh, yeah, that's not how games work, FIFA.
1: Strange. Angry.
0: <laughs> Very angry, FIFA. You come across like a...
1: I'm out of order, you're out of order.
0: No, it comes across like a like a gang boss uh, yeah. response. And that is 100% not how games work, FIFA. What you need is a collection of people who have learned how to make video games and spent their whole lives training for it and can execute it at a world-class level which is what they have at Electronic Arts, by the That's way. That's true. They've been doing it for decades. Uh, it's not my cup of tea, but it sells great. You know that, don't you? Oh, I do. Uh, and uh, and you don't have that, FIFA. So go ahead and hire some game studio to make your game, and it's going to suck because you don't know what you're doing.
1: Well, the line, honestly, the line between a crime boss and FIFA is very thin. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. That's what I heard. It does. Re- it does reflect the rumors I've heard. Shoddy stadiums. The PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions of Gotham Knights have been canceled to, quote, provide players with the best possible gameplay experience, and the game is still expected to drop on the new gen systems on October 25th.
1: Hey, what what really killed Cyberpunk?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They really should have just focused on the new gen from the start. Well, just from, like, from like, like three years ago.
1: They should have, like, a year out, they would have known, and they should have just cut their losses and refunded like pre-orders or something
0: from what we hear they did but the suits wouldn't hear it basically yeah yeah uh xbox's online drm policy continued to receive criticism this week as some players were unable to launch their purchased games for four days in a row yikes yikes now worth recalling at this point this should happen sometimes this should happen to sony like remember when there was first of all they had the hack Right, Like, all the user data was leaked, basically. Over and, the interview, apparently. And then there Yeah, that's right. It was about that movie. <laughs> Which wasn't good. <laughs> uh, you know what? I loved it when he blew up at the end. To,
1: yeah, that was uh, neat. And, you know, what's-his-face who played Kim? Oh, it's his, what's his yeah, name. Yeah, he, he did a great He's amazing. Job. He was really good in um Human Resources. There were some, um, fun,
0: there were some fun aspects yeah. to that movie. That was not the guy from Human Resources. Yes, it is.
1: He was the rock. He was the logic rock.
0: Th- that is not the guy yes, who played is. Kim Jong. Oh, there's yes, no way. Is. Oh, there's you want no to put money way. on this? Oh, uh, I'm looking it up. Uh, okay, so well, first we're going to go to Human Resources to find the guy. <laughs> uh, Human Resources. Okay, close that Netflix. Human Resources. Netflix. Randall Park. Okay, Randall Park. The Interview.
1: You ready for a big old slice of humble pie?
0: Listener, I regret yeah. to inform you mm-hmm. that Alex was right. Yeah, Alex is right. <laughs> oh my God. He He's disappeared. really talented. He disappeared into that role. Speaking, he did. And speaking of, I had a rough night last night, so I wasn't able to finish watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in the headspace to finish watching it today. But The Northman is now available to rent. Oh, Ooh, I those... do want to see that. Yes. Yeah, so, I... yeah, so The Northman, listener, is the next thing from Robert Eggers, Alex? Yes, Robert Eggers. The director of The Witch and The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, two films which I absolutely loved. So Lovely course, time at the movies each. <laughs> I'm going to, well, I mean the horrifying time at the movies each. Uh, really emotionally arresting time at the movies each. Visually stunning time at the movies each. Really great great films. Great films. Like they're not something you need to take the whole family to. But wow, as someone who's seen a lot of movies and loves movies, I love Rob, my, this guy's my, movies.
1: My parents never talked to me about movies, but they are like,
0: Hey, have you seen The Witch yet? Uh, is really good (laughs) um and if you liked the way the green knight framed its fantasy and framed its action in a very in both a very cinematic and in the case of um uh, in the case of the Northmen, in a very painterly way like scenes are set up with a um with a wes anderson attention level to detail with not that much detail but with everyone looking as if they're appearing in an in an old like tapestry that you've seen of the kings of old like it's really something to behold and so that naturally makes it very stilted and shakespearean as people begin to speak to each other like addressing each other with very very formal language but it's like watching a story it's like watching a storybook that's that's your actors. And speaking of uh, Randall Park disappearing into the role in the interview, Charlie Theron. Uh, no, I haven't even seen Charlie Theron yet. I don't Burns think. the house down apparently. Um, but um, God, who's the bad guy in? I can't believe Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Dis- oh really? He disappears into his role as as the father. Uh, the father who was murdered at the beginning of the movie. Uh, does an absolutely amazing job with it, and uh, yeah, like I'm. So again, I'm only like half hour, thirty five minutes. I was very sick last night, but <laughs> but I loved the first half hour of The Northman. I can't wait to watch this when it becomes available to purchase on a streaming service. I will purchase it. It's fan- so far, it's fantastic. Sounds good. Yeah, ah, back to headlines. Oh yeah, we already did that. Xbox's DRM policy. We're at headlines. I don't want to go yet. What time is it? Oh, no. We've only been talking for 40 minutes? Oh, dear. Listener, you deserve more content.
1: We... They sure do.
0: And so, I'm going to tell you that uh, the new season of Kids in the Hall is on, on uh, Amazon I haven't Prime. started. How's it going? i am about three episodes in. I'm so happy they're back. I saw an interview on CBC uh, TV the week before it came out, and they're talking about the the interviewer asks about the comedy that they can and can't do now because uh, he doesn't actually say woke culture, but he does say that there's things you could get away with in the 90s that everyone found funny. They, that would they're in
1: blackface once or twice.
0: That would get you in a lot of trouble nowadays and what do you do? And Bruce McCullough talks about how it's, you know, like we, we don't mind that at all. We think it's a really good thing. The more people feel respected and you have compassion for more people and... Um, and so on and so forth. And then, and like all the straight guys say something. And then the interviewer says, uh, uh, Scott, Scott Thompson, yep. I think his name is. Yep. Uh, Scott, you, you look like you have something to say there. <laughs> <but> You're <they're> not <laughs> saying it. And then Scott, Scott very clearly says, you know, I'm just here to look pretty. And, and uh, he goes, yeah, but, but how do you feel about, uh, about the spirit of inclusivity and, and acceptance and compassion that um, that Bruce was just talking about? And Scott says, well, I appreciated what he said, and I just wish that kind of compassion and consideration could be extended to all members of the group. Oh. And your blood just runs cold. Like, oh, yeah. Scott, the drama that Scott just dropped on this. Oh, God, are they fighting again? Are we not going to get a season two? And so I yeah. stopped watching the interview. <laughs> now, if Scott's unhappy, I say do whatever Scott wants. Because he's a far greater talent than Bruce McCullough.
1: Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it.
0: Yeah, like they don't really need the Bruce.
1: He was good on Hannibal.
0: He was on Hannibal.
1: Yeah, he was one of the ME, one, M.E.s. What's
0: it? Okay, medical.
1: The medical examiners.
0: Oh, oh, I don't remember him on that at all.
1: He kind of fades to the background a little bit as the show goes on, but he's there. Hmm. I don't even remember that. He's really good friends with um the showrunner. What's his What's his putz? Brian Murphy. No, not Brian Murphy.
0: Fuck. Brian Singer. No. Is it Brian Singer for Hannibal? No. Anyway. Uh, a lot of returning characters come back. Like, do you remember when there would be these two characters? Like, one of them is like this... Uh, it's Scott dressed up as a French woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave Foley in like a white suit with a fedora. And they're having very noir conversations. Uh uh, the, those characters come back. Paul Bellini is back, yay! And I'm sorry I spoiled that, but there's there's a great there's a great sequence where um, uh, Buddy Cole is back, and Buddy Cole is walking through downtown Toronto, and uh, ends up talking to the spirit of the Glory Hole at his old bar, which which is now part of the facade of a building. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just like, you know, having a stroke or something. This isn't actually happening. And The glory hole is like, no, no, it's me. Look inside. And Scott leans down and gazes through the glory hole, and there is a steam room full of, uh, full of chiseled naked men. <laughs> and uh, Little ex, "Call Me By Your Name" is playing. <laughs> and, and then walking through the frame, walking up to the towards the camera is Paul Bellini. And Paul Bellini, listener, is this. Recurring person. He's not a member mm. of the cast. He's just a person who would repeatedly be brought up in the initial show, who's just a heavy set man wearing nothing but a towel. And so, Paul Bellini's back. It's 20 years later, 30 years later. Is the, it's not the same actor, is it's it? It's the same guy. Oh, and fuck so yeah. Paul Bellini walks in with a towel, and the Call Me By Your Name is playing, and Steve is everywhere, and he reaches down to the towel, and he flings off the towel to reveal that beneath is another towel, and he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. They still got it.
0: Kids of the Hall is back, and I'm so yeah. glad for it. I really need it this week, absolutely.
1: Sorry, that interview sounds harrowing.
0: What what interview?
1: That interview, where it sounded like the Beatles are breaking up oh, again. I, you know. Oh
0: yeah, I just didn't want to see it.
1: No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want that shit. In now, my life. listener,
0: if you want to find that clip, go to CBC News and the National Kids in the Hall. Put that into YouTube. But that's 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 where it is. But yeah, I...
1: that should be bigger comedy news. I should have picked up on that.
0: Um. Oh. Where are you seeing articles about kids in the hall right now? Like I, oh, AV Club. Oh really? I haven't looked at it. Yeah, I haven't looked at AV Club in a while. It's been out of my rotation.
1: Uh, it doesn't deserve to be. Uh-huh. They fired all the decent fucking writers. What's left is pretty lame. It's been Yeah, it's been dead for years. I just got to take it off my bookmarks. I don't know it's, why. It's it.
0: sad. Like I still go to, I still go to i Nine. I still go to. I still go to Jezebel. I still go to the Root. But I. Don't dive in like I used to. I think that's just me. Like maybe it there's might still big work going on there, but maybe it's all the Atlantic now. I don't know. The thing is, Twitter gives me so gives me all the news I need. Like it gives it to me right fucking now.
1: It's and pretty good. It's a lot faster than the news.
0: That's right. It's a lot faster than it takes. You know, like and not only that, but when the news breaks, Jason Schreier gives me a link to it. <laughs> like so, I don't need to check these websites. He, he's
1: a great follow.
0: He is, um, and so if you looked at the if you looked at the new uh, uh, new user agreement policy for Twitter that was just done, I think in the last week, uh-huh. uh, it gives them all rights and perpetuity to everything you you ever post Uh-oh. to do whatever they want with
1: it. I mean, that does actually seem fair. It, well, it, in it's, some way, it,
0: it's a big change, and it's the same change that uh, I'm pretty sure Insta. I think it was Instagram. That's kind of what killed Instagram. Well, one of the things banning porn. No, it killed
1: Instagram because they started getting weird about porn. Well, that was apparently how a lot of people are making their money, and apparently the main reason why they're having any traffic. Yeah, and then it died. But from what I hear, that was kind of intentional from an investor's standpoint. Like, okay, we made our money, we're done. (laughs) Kind of a pump and dump.
0: Who knew that was so popular?
1: Yeah, it's happening a lot these days. Elon Musk has been having a fun little time. Ugh. Crypto is dead. That's fun, huh?
0: Crypto being dead is fucking awesome. I like
1: I, I, nice it's it's that. just been Schadenfreude, yeah, Wonderland been a lot out there. Of
0: schadenfreude watching the crypto bros take elves.
1: I mean, they're the single most annoying people on the planet, losing all their money. It's it's it sucks for it their sucks. families. Yeah, but the entire world was screaming at you not to do it.
0: It's like it's like capitalist uh, Darwinism. Kind of. But it's the like, fact that the fact that like the reason we can't buy fucking PS fives is because of this shit. I know. You know, like it's just evil in every fucking direction. It shouldn't exist. I'm glad it's collapsing like this, but the fact that it took so long and and what and what was gained for it was nothing. Nothing was gained.
1: Like the thing that really did it for me was like, Hey guys, that Super Bowl commercial with with Larry David was less than three months
0: ago. Mm-hmm. That happened. All those big commercials about how crypto is the future. Damon. That all started when crypto started to deflate. It was started to go downhill, and people were like, "Wait a minute! If all this shit doesn't just randomly like, if the amount of interest, the problem is the amount of consumer interest was finite. And in order for crypto to work, it needs to be infinite. It needs to You need to constantly have new people spending more." On a JPEG that is literally worthless. A link to a JPEG. A link to a JPEG. That
1: anyone can copy.
0: Um, you have to k- get people to keep on paying more for it than the last guy did. The uh, only thing that gives it any value is someone deciding it has value. It is not like a dollar, which is tied to, you know, a, a certain amount of gold or something like that.
1: No, it I th- is it's been decentralized, but yeah.
0: It is not real. Um, it's a bad thing. I'm glad it's dead. I, hope, I know. I hope like, it, it was
1: just... Stephanie Stern was like, We are not, we do not want NF- NFTs. NFTs are being done to us. <laughs>
0: yeah. and I'm like, Yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually.
1: And we were like, Fuck this multi level marketing bullshit. And now it's dead. Tralala. Mary Kay for men, children. <laughs> I think someone called it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I was, yeah, hey. If it's
0: it's weird that men particularly were so attracted to the crypto lie,
1: really? You, well, they were why, hideous.
0: Why, why men more than women? Is it just because men are stupider?
1: No, what what but a guy would think the bored ape shit wasn't hideous.
0: That's a good point.
1: How do you get a woman on board with that that that, that
0: those hideous fucking motherfuckers? Okay, I think that's sexist. I think there's. Uh, well. Of, I think there's lots of stupid women out there, Alex. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, there are just as many stupid women out there as there are stupid were men. Are there on. women I have to cynically
1: that. getting in on this so they could sell it to dumbass bastards? Yeah, probably. Maybe. But the point is, but they you can't hurt anyone are, anymore. It's like
0: they don't talk about it all that much. It happens. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're just. I think I'm just showing that I'm not. In on this community at all, and there's probably a large percentage of women out there who, you know, spend thousands of dollars on their crypto wallets.
1: I sincerely doubt it.
0: I have a friend who actually has invested money in crypto, and I've said, Man, don't fucking do that. And I haven't asked him about how it's doing, but I kind of want to rub his nose, and I told you so in it now. But he's got hey, hey,
1: hey. how's uh, how's your Tesla stock doing? Doing okay?
0: Wasn't it suggested that Musk might have done that on purpose because the deal defaults if it goes. 40% 40% below where it was in March or something. He's, he's such a fucking bastard. He is. He's a monster. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, what's, you know what's funny? Uh, apparently, uh, there was a part of the Tesla factory that's called a plantation because all the black people are forced to work there and only there. And it was really funny. It's like his dad made them leave South Africa after apartheid ended. Or because apartheid was ending.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of Elon Musk. I, ho- I hope just... he gets on, keeps on getting plastic surgery and it just gets worse and worse.
1: Uh, it's fucking hair plugs. Anyway. Like
0: the cat lady.
1: Uh, I do like how his ex-wife immediately, you know, had sex with a transgender person. That was kind of funny. I respect that.
0: Well, Yeah, but his ex was Bjork, wasn't it?
1: Um... Grimes, I think they call it Grimy. Oh, grimy, as she liked to be called. She
0: prefer, it's grimy?
1: No, I'm I'm making a I, Simpsons joke.
0: I loved Grimy's uh, track on in uh, Cyberpunk.
1: Yeah.
0: 3 a.m., 3 a.m., she said, uh, How's the weather, the baby? How you been? You're gonna get sick? You don't know when. That's a great song. I love Yeah, song. it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good one. Cyberpunk had some bangers.
1: It did. I like the We Were the Wolves song we meant to rule, maybe? I don't remember that one. Anyway, I think it was like a Russian artist.
0: I need to do a video of all the Stormbell Angel shit. I've got so much good footage of like hosts leaping to their death and invading people and sitting there completely placidly as they fight a boss and then the boss kills them and I stand up and bow. Thank you for the rune arc.
1: (laughs) I would really like to get deep into cyberpunk one more time, but I don't know how to do it.
0: Um. The thing is, the beginning, after, yeah. I guarantee you, after Horizon, Cyberpunk's kind of going to
1: look a little shitty. Yeah, animation-wise, for sure. Yeah. But it's um, a different perspective, and it runs a
0: lot better now. True. Well,
1: I'm but sad. nowhere near as crazy as performance mode in fucking Horizon. Holy shit. Yeah,
0: you just
1: kind of... The, the, the frames just
0: bleed. Yeah.
1: like there's You can't make it slow down. I'm in a town filled with shiny metal objects, and it's just... Wee. I've never, I've never seen a triple A game out of the box run this great.
0: Okay, well, okay.
1: That looks this good. It's something be state of the, the art game. and run at sixty frames. Hmm. This is why this might be my favorite generation.
0: Well, didn't Ratchet run I, at sixty?
1: I guess, but like all like the Naughty Dog games, never.
0: No, never. But I think I think Ratchet did. Um, I know Miles did.
1: Oh, like on PS5, yeah, I know. Like this, this might be my favorite generation. I hope every game at least has a 60 FPS mode because I love it so much.
0: So far, I am actually kind of more pleased with this gen than the last gen. It took a while for the last gen to get rolling. It felt like it really did. It just
1: seemed like the PS3 again, Um, with you know still shitty load times and still 30 FPS locks, and I I wasn't crazy about it. It wasn't like, except for Bloodborne, I'm still not crazy about it.
0: Yeah, in my and, PS4. And, and the other thing that is not mentioned enough about the PS5 is how fucking fast that boot up and UI is. My God, there like, are no load times in Horizon. It's it's insane. Like the first party games really show what it can do, and what it can do is ridiculous. Like it it makes everything else feel. It makes your phone feel slow.
1: The Horizon loading screens were interminable. The Forbidden West ones are instant.
0: Yeah, basically, unless you fast travel, there isn't one.
1: Yeah, honestly, the, the loading times on the PS5 with Bloodborne were too shabby. The At least they were time, uniform.
0: The difference between load times on my PS4 Pro version of Elden Ring, and every now and then, I'm th- there's this thing I'm thinking about doing hmm. as as the Storm Bell Angel, is every time I see someone who's also carrying the Great Sword, and I'm carrying two of them. But anytime I see a player is carrying one of them, I will walk up to them, make it very clear that I'm talking to them and only them, and I'll whip out the prattling page and go, "You're beautiful," and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll uh, one hand or I'll two hand one of the swords, and guard, 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 go. You're like, yeah, and then run off. But what I want to do is I want to start uh, making an alt on my PS4, running out to Caleb grabbing the great sword, giving it to Stormville Angel, and then when I meet someone using the great sword. I will give him a second one. You can do that. Yeah. Now, I've tried to do that because a guy was wearing heavy armor, and I wanted to give him an entire set of banished knight armor, which is what all these like mini-bosses throughout Stormville are wearing. And because I've got like 25 of their greatswords, 25 of their halberds, and like 25 of every piece of armor they wear. And I tried to drop it for the guy, and the host just picked it all up. I was like, you bastard. <laughs> Oh yeah, so the point being, when the load time on the PlayStation 4 version of Elden Ring is like, it feels like 45 seconds, just to just to load the world at the beginning, which is really not long for that gen, come to think of it. But it's not the, too bad. But the PS5 is, I literally know how long it is on the PS5. It is five seconds, period. It is five seconds to load to fast travel anywhere in the game. It's ridiculous, I love
1: it. It's pretty great. And hey, hey, the fast travel packs are cheap this time. Much appreciated.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the deal with fast travel. Like, there's not a gold one anymore, right?
1: I don't think so, but like, you can buy one pack for 25 shards. It's just, that's reasonable.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and traveling, but the deal is traveling between campfires is free. Yeah. So if you want to fast travel, just go to campfire.
1: Exactly, and if you don't want to do that, it's still pretty cheap.
0: Yes, yeah, so I do, I do appreciate that. And then when you do the load time, boom, like the load time in Elden Ring is five seconds. The load time in Horizon is fade to black, fade up, as I recall. (sighs) Right? Like it's
1: finally caught off to the best things of PC gaming. (laughs) 60 FPS and fast load times.
0: I think the thing about PlayStation 5 particularly is the output of the first party studios. And to me, PC has never matched that.
1: No. To, to but you me. get a lot of interesting stuff on uh, Early Access.
0: But I, I was talking to my little brother today, and he's big into Risk of Rain, and he wanted me to do Risk of Rain multiplayer. Yay! So I came home, and I was like, yeah, Alex told me Risk of Rain 2 is cross-play, right? Like, I can play on PlayStation and play with my brother on PC, right, Alex?
1: I think so? No. I think it might no, it might just be Wonderlands.
0: No, yeah, you never told me that about, <laughs> about Risk of Rain 2. You totally told me that about Tiny Teens Wonderlands, and that's not what my brother is playing.
1: Yeah. No, and, like, I think, like, the consoles are still waiting for the new DLC, which was really
0: good. Really good. In Wonderlands?
1: And, uh, Risk of Rain 2.
0: Oh, the consoles never got the DLC, though. No.
1: Nope. That came out, like, in January, and they're still waiting. Oh.
0: Yeah, so, uh, once, Risk of Rain 2, once again, real good. but the point of the story is, Alex, once again, I almost got Risk of Rain 2, but didn't.
1: I can give you a free copy right now, goddammit.
0: It's still in my inventory. It's been there for years. No, because I won't play it. Like, uh, I don't like sitting here and playing video games for some reason. It pisses me off. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I oh, that. Risk
1: Rain 2 and a handheld.
0: Oh, oh. See that? Well, but this, it, but then it's a shooter and you're playing it with, like, what? Like the touchpad on that thing? No, no, no.
1: There's two thumbsticks and touchpads underneath them. Huh. I'm very intrigued. Apparently, Civilization runs great. Like, it's fun to play with the controller.
0: Oh, God. You could go on vacation and just, like, never leave the tent.
1: Hey, don't don't judge me.
0: I'm not. That's what I would do. Ah, uh,
1: 500 gigs. No, 256 gigs. That's, hmm. That's not enough gigs. Mm.
0: You know it's not enough gigs.
1: No, no. Um, Hmm. That's two, I could do two 100 games and, like, a bunch of indies.
0: Oh, really? How big is the operating system? Honestly, how much space is the 250 250 gig? Is it actually 250 gig, or is it actually 190 gigs?
1: These are a good good question. I don't think, maybe they shave off 50. I wouldn't be upset.
0: This could be resolved entirely by just going with 500 gigs if that's an option.
1: Yeah, it's an extra 120 bucks. I don't know.
0: I think with Alex, how how much time do you think you're going to spend with this thing? Come on.
1: I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to get one this year.
0: Here's another question. Do you know that you're worth it? Because you are. I know that I'm... <laughs> you are. Yeah. No, you are.
1: You're, yeah,
0: you're amazing. But I'm hey. also
1: saving for a wedding, and this is a step too far, perhaps.
0: Hey, say it. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Thank you.
1: Aw, you too, That's all I got. That's all I got too. There's
0: nothing else. There's El- There is only Elden. Ring.
1: <sighs> there is only Elden Ring. All right. And this constantly looping Steam Deck ad that I keep watching. It's pretty it. good. It's good photography.
0: Well, you know what? Just, just drop a bunch of hints to the to the wife to be. And then yeah. it, it, and if she doesn't get you it, it'd get it for you as like a I don't know, wedding gift or something. Just, hey, just leave I, her I, at the altar.
1: I I budgeted for this and a reasonable 2 grand and change mini honeymoon. So, hmm. yeah.
0: No, you should probably just spend that money on her.
1: I'm going to with the mini honeymoon.
0: No, but like I mean like the Steam Deck money.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Like I, I didn't get the Steam Deck. I got a reservation. Who knows if I get it this year? Just curious.
0: Well, is that all we got?
1: That's all I got.
0: Well then, Alex, thank you so much for joining me this week. Aw, oh,
1: thanks for making this work on a Saturday
0: listener thank you very much for hanging with us and we will see you in a week